0: Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And you can also listen to us live here as we broadcast locally in the Green Bay, Wisconsin market. And anyone outside of our market, anywhere around the world, you can go to my website, TerryTalksNutrition.com. There you can listen to the radio show live. All you have to do is keep in mind that you have to change your times to be on the same time we are here in the Central Standard Time in the USA. Or you can go to the radio show and you could go into the archive section where we have stored past radio shows. And you can pull up any radio show of your choice and listen at your convenience. Or take it with you. We have a lot of ways that you can listen to our radio program. And you can follow me. In fact, you can follow me on Facebook. At Terry Lemerand. L-E-M-E-R-O-N-D. Or otherwise, Terry Talks Nutrition. These are my two websites. Where you can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter. You can listen to my past radio shows. And even if you want to ask me questions, you can ask me questions on my website. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter as well. And also, I have a YouTube channel that we have posted a lot of videos talking about different ingredients and different ideas on how you can be healthier. I think that's the reason why you're listening. You want to solve a health problem. Or you want to be healthier. So my YouTube channel is TerryYouTube.com slash TerryTalksNutrition. You can also listen to my new podcast that Dr. Lynn and I share together. You can listen and watch on the YouTube of the Terry and Dr. Lynn Show com website or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, excuse me, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes, Player FM, Audible, Deezer, and Podcast Attic. So we give you a lot of opportunities to follow us because we are trying to share with you information that not many sites do. There's only a few really good websites that share information with you as how you can become healthier. Drug companies do not want you healthier because their best customer is the sick customer. Doctors can't make you healthy they don't know what health means. They've never said, studied health or nutrition. They study disease and drugs. I'm not knocking the doctors. They are wonderful human beings and they do a great service. But unfortunately, drug companies own the education directly to the doctor and through universities. They subsidize medical schools. They pay for the medical schools and advertising on TV, everywhere. Drug, 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 drugs. You don't need drugs. Now, if you're on drugs, I'm not telling you to go off of them, but you really don't need drugs to be healthy. Drugs do not provide health. Doctors do not provide health, even though the definition of doctor is teacher. They don't teach you anything. They write you out a script, and they see you in about six minutes or less. So we are here to try to shake you up, try to nudge you into taking care of yourself. You are the only one, and I'm not pointing my finger at you, me too. We are the only ones that can improve our health. We are the only ones that can destroy our health. By not, by not maintaining a good, healthy environment. 98% of all disease is caused by lifestyle choices. So we're just here to nudge you into thinking about changing your life. Changing how you are choosing your lifestyle choices. And today we're going to be talking about a number of good topics. And our featured topic today is... Quercetin, probably something you've never heard about, but we'll inform you what it is and what it can do. And it is spelled Q like queen, U-E, R like Robert, C like Charlie, E-T like Tom, I-N. Quercetin. We'll talk about how the ketogenic diet can affect Alzheimer's disease. And if you're looking for a way to improve your heart, there is a new vitamin. It's new to a lot of people. Really not new, new, but new to a lot of listeners. We'll talk about that new vitamin. And we'll talk about how antioxidants prevents cancer. Cervical cancer. And if you want to really live longer, you need to move. Not move away, but you need some form of activity, some form of exercise. We have to include movement. A hundred years ago, everybody moved. There were no escalators, no elevators. They lived on farms. They lived in rural areas. Everybody moved every day. Today, we drive, we use escalators, we use elevators. We sit at a desk all day. We don't have any form of exercise. And then we'll talk about how collagen can improve your joints. And then another new vitamin, I shouldn't say vitamin, herb, that many people do not know about, and should. This is a major multifunctional herb that comes with tremendous health benefits. Oh, we have a lot of other things too to talk about. And I rarely ever get through all of our topics. So, without wasting time, let's go into the subject of quercetin. What is quercetin and what can it do for us? Well, it is a naturally occurring compound found in many plants. Like berberine. It is a bioflavonoid. Many plants contain this special bioflavonoid. And the primary benefits... It reduces inflammation. It neutralizes free radicals. So it has antioxidant activity. What is antioxidant activity? What is oxidative stress? What are free radicals? Well, free radicals are not under control in the body and they can cause all kinds of damage. And there are many compounds that can neutralize these free radicals. They're like troublemakers in our body. They do damage. They age our cells. Destroy our cells. And cause most of our diseases. So we need antioxidants to counteract the oxidative damage. Where does the damage come from? Excessive sun. No, we need sunshine. How much better do you feel on a nice sunny day? How many people are depressed when we don't see sun for a long period of time like in the winter? So we need sunshine but we don't want the sun to damage our skin or cells like when we burn our skin we have a sunburn our cells have been damaged our cells can also be damaged by many chemicals and even drugs and pollution smoking Excessive alcohol, oh a beer or two, a glass of wine, fine, but when you're drinking heavily every day, you're damaging your cells and extremely causing damage to your liver. So antioxidants are the most powerful compounds that can help neutralize and keep in control the free radical damage. Other herbs that can do that as well, especially grapeseed extract, curcumin, astaxanthin, CoQ10, can all help as powerful antioxidants. If we did not have antioxidants, we would rapidly age. And that's why you see some people who are burning the candle at both ends, And they're 40 or 50. And they look like they're 80. Then you see people that are in their 80s that have had really good antioxidant activity in their body. And they look really good. And they're golfing and having fun and going to dances and going on tours and enjoying life. And then you have other people that are just feel terrible all the time. They're sick all the time. Quercetin can also stop viruses and boost the immune system. Now some of the foods that are riches in quercetin are red onions, kale, and apples. But with the peel on. Because quercetin is found in the peel. Now if you want to preserve fresh-cut vegetables. Put them in a Ziploc bag and put in some red onions or just onions in itself. And onions will prevent damage to fruits and vegetables and keep them longer living because of the antioxidant activity. You know, when you cut an apple it'll brown? Well, not today all the time because a lot of those Apples that are grown and genetically modified. They are designed not to brown. They have been tweaked. Not in our favor. They have been genetically modified. And they're not really natural. Scientists have changed them. But onions are a very powerful antioxidant. And prevents fruits and vegetables from deteriorating quickly. Quercetin is also the anti allergy answer. Because quercetin's superpower is the ability to neutralize a compound called histamine. Many people buy a drug, an antihistamine, to quelch and lower the level of histamine. Histamine is produced by the immune system as an aid or to help protect the body against harmful compounds, but it causes sneezing, coughing, mucus secretion are all ways the body expels the toxic compounds from an allergy. However, histamine can also be released when the body mistakes something harmless, like dust, D-U-S-T, dust, dander, animal dander, or pollen for something dangerous. This is called an allergic response. The body is set up to neutralize the foreign invasion of dust, animal dander, or pollen. But when it's not necessary to do that, then you have an allergic response. Quercetin has been shown to inhibit or stop the release of histamine by up to 97%. Many of the drugs over-the-counter and prescription that our antihistamine inhibitors don't do as well as 97%. Quercetin does. So quercetin is ideal for all types of lung, respiratory problems, that would be like asthma, allergies, CLPD, infections, and more. Now, if you want to make something really effective, Consume a combination of quercetin and Boswellia. Boswellia has the same effect for upper respiratory tract problems. Asthma, allergy, COPD, bronchitis, sinusitis, infections, and quercetin. Would be a great combination for all those that are experiencing allergic reactions. So how do you get more response from quercetin? By adding vitamin C. Studies have shown quercetin gets even better and better results with combined when combined with vitamin C. And what it does, it actually increased The vitamin C and quercetin increased its anti-cancer activity, especially in breast cancer cells. It significantly reduced free radical activity. Here we have again, free radical activity. Radicals are bad. We need to get rid of the free radical damage. And quercetin and vitamin C has a far more reaching effect, increased... Activity for the immune system. In fact, vitamin C and quercetin increase survival rates during influenza H1N1 by twenty-five percent. Quercetin and vitamin C, in another study, protected against bacterial infection when. 100% mortality in untreated animals versus 60 to 70% survival in the animal that were treated with vitamin C and quercetin. So it has a lot of benefits. Increased activity for its antioxidant effect as well. The combination with vitamin C reduced the dosage necessary of quercetin for its antioxidant effects and extended its activity time in protecting cell damage. And also vitamin C may regenerate quercetin when it becomes oxidized. When it has been spent or used up. Vitamin C regenerates it. And also decreases inflammation. In otherwise healthy individuals. Exercising regularly. And you know when we exercise regularly. We are causing inflammation. Because when you exercise You're doing damage to your body. And then the body has to respond. To the exercise. So it gets. Stronger. And healthier over time. But if we exercise too much. Like some people do. Walking. Or jogging is fine. But continually doing. Marathons. Or. A large excessive amount of exercise causes inflammation and damage. So, vitamin C and quercetin reduce the inflammatory markers in the body more effectively than either of them by themselves, either one by itself. 50% decrease of inflammation. From the combination. Vitamin C. And quercetin. Were made for each other. Like a married couple. 50% decrease. Of inflammation. When you combine quercetin and vitamin C together. Based on the fact. That if you just use quercetin alone. And it's very difficult. To be absorbed. Vitamin C helps the absorption rate. But if you only use quercetin, you would not be able to reduce inflammation by 50%, just only by 8%. So vitamin C really stimulates the activity of quercetin. So if you're going to buy quercetin, make sure you get it with vitamin C, or take the two together, and also, reducing inflammation with vitamin C was up to 33%. So when and who should use quercetin and the combination of vitamin C? Well, anybody, anyone with respiratory problems. That could even be the fact of COVID-19. Most people who died Or who failed terribly with COVID-19. They were experiencing respiratory problems. And the ensuing inflammation. That causes their death. So anybody. With viral infection. Upper respiratory tract. Asthma. Allergies. COPD, bronchitis, and sinusitis. Also, brain and mental function, such as those suffering from Parkinson's disease, dementia, and any form of mental decline associated with the aging process. You know, we get older by the day, right? And over time, those days stretch into years and decades. And before you know it, we are getting older. And the signs of aging can be experienced. Also, metabolic syndrome. Quercetin and vitamin C can help support When we are experiencing what is called the metabolic syndrome. I'll talk about more of that as we go on to the program. Because there is another herb that I think even does it more effectively. And I'll talk about that soon. But also quercetin and vitamin C strengthens the immune function. And helps to inhibit viral, bacterial and fungal infections heart disease, cancer. So there's a very powerful compound that helps to improve the absorption of anything in the way of herbs, even drugs. Even drugs are hard to be absorbed sometimes. Certain drugs, medication, and herbs are very difficult to be absorbed systemically. It gets into the blood, it cannot get into the bloodstream and only continues in the intestinal tract. We can't take full advantage of quercetin unless we can absorb it. So, 50 milligrams of quercetin combined and complexed with a starch from plants that has been shown in Clinical trials, even with drugs and medication, that it increases the absorption systemically into the system, into the bloodstream. It boosts the absorption as, med, as much as up to ten percent, or I should say, ten times. So, like a fifty milligram quercetin would be equal to five hundred milligrams of quercetin when it's complexed with this plant starch. The starch has no ability to be absorbed. It has no calories. It is just a carrier. It's like a transport system. It's like a taxicab, like a train, like a plane. It just is a vehicle to transport, like people are transported. The starch transports nutrients when it's complex with a special nutrient. And then with 250 milligrams of vitamin C. This is a great combination for all the conditions that we mentioned like upper respiratory tract infection, asthma, allergies, emphysema, COPD, bronchitis, sinusitis, and brain and mental function. Parkinson's disease, dementia, Alzheimer's disease, Mental decline associated with any process of aging. Immune function. It inhibits the viral, bacterial, and fungal infections. Heart disease. Cancer. So taking a combination of 50 milligrams, 5-0, 50 mg of quercetin, complex with a plant starch that increases absorption about 10 times so you're looking at 500 milligrams because only like one or two percent of the total weight of the capsule is absorbed without the plant starch and then adding 250 milligrams excuse me of vitamin c increases the absorption of quercetin and now we're ready for a break we're not going anywhere and i hope you don't either but if you have to leave us, please join us again tomorrow, 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock Central Center Time. But we'll get a break right here. We'll come back in just a few moments. I'm Terry Naturally. This is Terry Talks Nutrition, back right after this. Welcome back, my friends. We're back here with Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally, and we are here with a variety of topics that hopefully you can make use of, And that you learn more about how you can take care of yourself in a better way. Remember, drugs do not promote health. Doctors aren't there to inform you how you can be healthier. And you know, man, woman, humans have lived for thousands of years, centuries of years, with no drugs. And we're still here. But now that drugs have come on board and they're dispensing more drugs than ever before the lifestyle of America is terrible. We are a very sick country. More disease in this country than any other world. Any other part of the world I should say. We are 37th in terms of world health, of all the industrialized nations that are monitored by the World Health Organization, they, they watch 37 countries. We are 37th in terms of health. Take a look at how many people are overweight, how many people look unhealthy. It's a sad state of affairs that we are one of the greatest countries in the world, that we have to be the sickest country in the world. So now let's talk a little bit about some few other topics. You know, I talk often about the ketogenic diet. The ketogenic diet is a diet of moderate amount of proteins. And high quantities of fats, good fats. And very, very low carbohydrates and sugar. I would say no sugar. If you need some carbohydrates... That can be done with vegetables and fruits, preferably no grains, would be very healthy. So here is another reason why the ketogenic diet should be at least investigated for your health. The ketogenic diet improves brain function our brain is 60% fat and our brain is only 2% of the body weight but it uses 25% of the total cholesterol that our body manufactures. And here is a study of 26 people with Alzheimer's disease participated in a clinical trial to evaluate the effects of diet on mental function. Each patient followed a ketogenic diet for 12 weeks. It was made up of 58% of the diet being fat, 29% being protein, and 6% being carbohydrates, no sugar. Carbohydrates are a form of sugar, like bread, pasta, grains of any kind. In order for them to be metabolized in our body and useful, they convert to sugar. We can't absorb carbohydrates, so it converts those carbs to sugar. So carbohydrates are a form of sugar, and then you have The good old sugar. And then they compared that to a standard low-fat diet, which was 11% fat, 19% protein, but 62% carbohydrates. And this study was done for 12 weeks. With a 10-week washout, meaning that no one in the study took either type of diet, and then they changed the diets, they switched. The group that was using the high-fat diet were now using the low-fat diet, and those that had been on the low-fat diet, they switched to the high-fat diet. So the results of this study, cognition, slight improvement on the ketogenic diet, but slight decline on the standard low-fat High-carb diet. Daily function of the brain. Slight improvement on the ketogenic diet. 5% decline on the standard diet. And what happened to the quality of life? There was a 10% improvement on the quality of life on those that were consuming the ketogenic diet. But there was a slight decline on the standard diet. And on, on the ketogenic diet, those patients, while they were taking the ketogenic diet or were consuming the ketogenic diet, all lost weight and reduced their blood sugar level, including their A1C, with no adverse effects experienced at all. What's killing this country is the American diet. You know, the American diet, I guess you could say, should be put in prison and not allowed for anyone to consume. It is very high in carbohydrates and sugar. And usually not enough protein, especially in the elderly. And many people are trying to get by on a low-fat, high-carb Diet, And that's a diet meant to cause disaster. We should be on a low-carb diet, moderate amount of proteins, and plenty of fat. Good quality fats. Not the bad fats. There are many, many sources of bad fats. But the good fats, and my best fat for me, and I try to encourage others, is olive oil. A couple of weeks ago, I spent time in Egypt and Jordan. And I know that they use olive oil as their main source of fat. They don't use butter. They use olive oil. Olive oil on everything. And I met a few people and spent time with a few of the folks from Egypt and Jordan. And I'm always inquisitive about their diets and what they eat, so I asked them about olive oil. And Mohammed, who was one of our drivers, said that every morning from, from, he was a, from when he was a child... Drank a shot glassful of olive oil every morning. That's the way they started the morning off. Good quality fats, high levels of polyphenols, very, very healthy. In fact, many studies, one in one such study, if consuming up to three tablespoons of olive oil over a period of time, not a week or two, but over a period of time could reduce heart disease by 50%. Olive oil is, to me, a medicine. Much more than just a food. So, fats should be part of your diet. High quality fats. And plenty of those fats in your diet. Talking about heart disease... Since that is the number one killer in America. And really heart disease. Is a condition that is caused by our lifestyle choices. And I'll talk more about that in a moment. Why we need certain lifestyle changes. To strengthen our heart. For better heart health. But there is a vitamin. Vitamin. That we can also add to our vitamin protocol, so to speak. Or we can take it on a daily basis. To me, it would be one of the best nutritional vitamins for the heart. And that is vitamin K2. You can actually increase heart function with this new, not new to all of you, but new to many Vitamin K2. They took 26. Elite endurance athletes. And placed them on. Vitamin K2. Or a placebo. For 8 weeks. Everyone. Completed their test. To measure heart rate. Cardiac output. Such as how much blood was pumped per minute at week 1 and then at the end of the study at week 8 while still following the same normal training routines. The results of the study the intake of vitamin K increased cardiac output by 12%. That is an indication of increased stamina, endurance, and exercise capacity. To get similar increase in cardiac output with just exercise alone, no vitamin K2, can be done over a period of training, but it would take six to nine months meaning that vitamin K2 supplementation reduced the training window by as much as 60%. So think about vitamin K2 for your heart. I do take vitamin K2 for my heart. I take it in a combination with vitamin A, vitamin D3, and vitamin K2. That's the combination that I find to be superior for improving cardiac output, which is a way to examine or analyze the exercise capacity, endurance, stamina. Now, we talked earlier about antioxidants. Well, antioxidants are the premier savior of your health. Because oxidative damage causes free radical damage, destroys cells, kills cells, and ages the cell. So there are some very powerful antioxidants that would prevent many diseases. And in this case, I'd like to share with you how it can help prevent cervical cancer. And why would we want, well, why would we not, not want to stop cancer, right? And in this case, cervical cancer is the fourth most common cancer in women worldwide. Almost all cases of cervical cancer, traced back to an HPV human papilloma virus, and it causes an infection. So the infection precedes cervical cancer. So you want to prevent this viral outbreak. And researchers have looked at the ability of antioxidants that could reduce cervical cancer risk. So this should be something all women should think about. In a study of dietary antioxidants and the antioxidant intake involving over a thousand women, those women with the highest intake of antioxidant vitamins, had significantly reduced cancer risk. Now, what antioxidant was the most effective? Well, they experimented with alpha and beta carotene, and it reduced by 37%. Vitamin E... had a 47% risk reduction of cervical cancer. And vitamin C reduced the risk by 52%. So these are all great numbers. So very easy to add more vitamin C to your protocol or your regimen of supplements. Make sure you're getting a good dose. Of vitamin C daily. And we learned that as well in allergies. When we talked about quercetin. Vitamin C. Is a major antioxidant. And there are others too. Like curcumin. Like grapeseed extract. astaxanthin, Are very powerful. Antioxidants. Prevent free radical damage. Free radical damage is like pouring sugar in your gas tank of your car. Does not make any sense, right? And if we do things that... Like excessively burning our skin. Excessively tanning. Cancer can also be caused... Or free radical damage can also be caused by Smoking. Chemicals, drugs, pollution, pesticides, excessive drinking, burning the candle at both ends, lack of sleep, poor diet, not getting enough antioxidants can cause severe damage. How do we live longer? Well one thing is by reducing the amount of food we eat we are eating way more than what our bodies require which causes people to be overly fat and obese but also by getting off the chair or off the sofa and go for a walk and that helps reduce your risk of premature death. Truly, it's pretty easy. Researchers gathered health data from over 130,000 people in the U.S., in the U.K., and Sweden, who wore activity trackers, monitors, to monitor their daily physical activity. They attempted to develop a formula for how much physical activity is required to stay healthy. Now some of this is going to blow you away. Their conclusion of this exercise activity trial. Spend three minutes exercising vigorously. Or 12 minutes exercising moderately. Moderately. For every hour you spend sitting down during the day. So how much are you sitting down? 8 hours? And 10 hours in the office? At home? 3 or 4 hours in front of the TV? So following this formula. Reduce the risk of premature death. By 30%. So if you sit at a desk for 8 hours. Spend the 3 or 4 or 2 hours on the couch. Watching TV. You should be getting either 30 minutes of vigorous exercise. Or 2 hours of moderate activity daily. Now, you can do this either in one session or spread it across the day. Even 10 minutes, two or three times a day of exercise would gain real huge benefits. Well, how are your joints doing? Are they creaking and fighting back when you're going up the stairs? When you come down the stairs, do you feel that they're fighting back when you're going down? How are your joints responding? Or maybe you aren't doing anything because you can't, because of your joints not wanting to help you. Not supporting you, walking, running, going upstairs. Maybe you wince on every step you go up. Maybe you have to hang on the handrail to get up the steps. Well, collagen forms cartilage and reduces arthritis. Arthritis is a breakdown and loss of the rubber, not really rubber, rubber rubber-like cushioning cartilage that allows joints to move smoothly. And cartilage, that is that cushioning effect between the bones, is primarily built from collagen. There are 16 types of collagen found in the human body. But there is one very specific type of collagen... That is found only in the joints. So if you're taking collagen. And you're not focusing on type 2 collagen. Collagen may have some benefits for your skin. And other parts of your body. But if you want it to be directly related to your joints. You need type 2 collagen. Supplemental. Type 2 collagen can, based on studies, help reduce the arthritic, arthritic symptoms and rebuild cartilage in your joints. So if you haven't gone through a point where you are bone on bone, you have some cartilage left, you can actually increase that cartilage with type 2. Two collagen. Type two collagen improves arthritis symptoms in every in almost every study that was completed. Here's a clinical study. Acetamine wow. Acetaminophen, otherwise known as Tylenol, versus acetaminophen plus type two collagen were studied in patients with knee osteoarthritis. Now here are the results. For overall pain in the joint, the drug Tylenol, acetaminophen, caused a 22% increase in pain. Absolutely. Actually, Tylenol causes more destruction of the joint, more destruction of the collagen and the cartilage, and increases the pain. So you take more Tylenol. Now, if you would take acetaminophen, otherwise known as Tylenol, plus type 2 collagen, it decreased the pain by 25%. Now, if you're walking, going upstairs... And you have pain. And you take Tylenol. There were no change in your joint. No benefit. But in the acetaminophen. Plus type 2 collagen. 50% decrease. In pain while walking. And then. The time to walk. A very specific distance. Like three blocks or a mile. If you took the drug Tylenol, there was no benefit, no change. If you took acetaminophen with type 2 collagen, there was a 7% decrease in time needed to walk a specific distance. So here's a formula that I think is really highly beneficial. I recommend it often. So to keep your joints moving smoothly... And easily. Here's a formula that I love that works. It contains the very specific type 2 collagen. And 40 milligrams, which is the clinically studied dosage. The scientifically studied dosage. It also contains 450 milligrams of Boswellia, which is an anti-inflammatory. And then 1,740 milligrams of glucosamine, chondroitin, and hyaluronic acid. This is a joint building formula. You have to also understand that Boswellia is also a very powerful anti inflammatory. And then you combine that with the rebuilding of the cartilage of 40 milligrams of the native type. 2 collagen, and 1,740 milligrams of the chondroitin, glucosamine, and hyaluronic acid. This joint formula can keep you easily moving and walking longer distances and reducing your pain significantly. Up to 25% decrease in pain. 50% decrease in pain while walking. And walking stairs. And a 7% decrease in time needed to walk a distance. So you could speed up your walking movement. When you're using the combination of the type 2 collagen. Boswellia. Glucosamine chondroitin and hyaluronic acid a combination which is a new joint building formulation so my friends again time flies by and the hour is gone but I'll be back here tomorrow 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock central standard time and try to do something this coming week food is your best medicine not drugs And get rid of the sugar, get rid of the carbohydrates, live a healthier life. And with that, my friends, say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. God bless you, and God bless America.